All right, so then you head over to um, the rest row bar. Drop up there. Gail, you want to check this one? Oh, oh, no, actually, this rest row, we decide to go ahead and, and work with Lucky directly. All right? Yeah, so I call, I call for him um, and have him come look at the barrel. Uh, come, look, we brought you your beer. All right, um, so he's like, uh, I don't, I can't leave my shop. Send somebody else. They can't leave the shop either. Okay, well, my assistant here is uh, not as lovely as my other one, so uh, so I was just... Uh, you hear someone whisper, you could just have an odd man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you sure? Okay. Um, I don't want to break it or anything. He's like, well, just, just roll it in here and put it up on our stand. There's like this, now there's like this lit, there's like blinking light. <laughs> so right next to, so so he's got kind of his uh, 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 counter stand behind, and right next to it is like this, like, like weird little, and it says like, you know, uh, probably an, an orc's beard from the, or, or beer from the great land of, and some word you've never even heard of and you don't even know what it translates to. And then, um, and it's got like little circular spots, kind of a little bit down in, and the barrels are red. He's got like a tap ready to like screw into it. Uh, Navigino is gonna be on the bottom side of the cart, so he can kind of like lower it down as best as he okay. can. Okay. Get advantage then. Sure. As he's helping. Seven, four, so thirteen. All right. <laughs> You're good. Okay. We roll it in, and then we kind of lift it onto the stand. All right. Roll one more. Oh shit. Oh, I am a halfling. I can reroll critical face. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Got two. So one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I was helping on okay, the so side. Okay, so it's going on a stand that's the size of the barrel plus a little. And you guys lift it up there. And um, a Figaro, place. like, his knees, like, buckle. And so it's about halfway up there. So roll an athletics check, but it's like 17. So <laughs> so the barrel begins to tip. Four. <laughs> Lucky's a probably daughter, who is like this tall, because she's a gnome, and she's like, she's like 14, runs to catch it, and it falls on her. And the beer spills out the top, and she's unconscious. <laughs> and Lucky's like, no, no, Linda, Linda, help her. Uh, I, do you have the healing? I do have cure wounds. Or no, do, or do you have the healing alcohol or do I have the healing alcohol? I thought you brought it. I have the healing alcohol. <laughs> I, I say, here's some healing alcohol I have brought you. She's like, no, my daughter's underage. <laughs> Do you want her to live or not? Yes, I want her to live, but she better not. She better not be coming out from Hollywood like my mother. Sweet Linda, do, do please. We, actually, yeah, this uh, this is more economically viable. <laughs> Here, take this. I pour some of the the thing. All right, so she gets one d one plus one healing, which is two. Um, so she's under the barrel, the, most of the weight is now poured out, um, oh, and, but, uh, but she's still, like, she's not strong, to, and, and Lucky, by the way, is wearing no pants, <laughs> um, for whatever reason, um, and he's, and he's trying to roll the barrel off, but he's kind of crying, so like that, and so you kind of hear the girl, um, she's she's trying to push it. She's starting to cry too. Um, and then the barrel kind of rolls away. It's probably about it's only about one twelfth of the liquid in it. And um, her face is you know her nose is just burst, bleeding everywhere. Uh, you know she's got bruises and stuff, but she's um, she's conscious. That's probably you know one tenth of her. Uh, you know two is probably most of her health back, whatever kind of thing. So, that is the power of the amazing 
anonymous beer. I don't need. Luckily, this was a free for you. Next week uh, will not be, okay? Free? (laughs) It practically (laughs) killed my daughter. Okay, bye. But then we saved it, okay? See you in two weeks. Even his daughter tried to pick up the one twelve barrel, and, it's, and they get it halfway up there. And as you're as you're kind of leaving, you see it fall over <laughs> there. <laughs> pretty much at the end, you see her or, or him. He just crawls in the barrel. And just <laughs> That was a close one. There's still a lot of it, one twelve left. It's like ten cups or something. Right, so I mean, he's... Well, it's probably one six left after after they spilled it again. But, uh, like, he... That's even bigger. That's bigger than one twelve. Oh, sorry, one twenty left, right? So he's he's probably lapping up. You know, there's still there's still five five full cups, but you hear him crying and, and slurping. That sure was a close one, right? I am never taking you on one of these trips again. He owes but uh, me you seven better gold. help me with the last one. <laughs> he owes me seven. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna deliver it to the last. Yeah, where did we where did we put the last one? Did we ever talk about it? It was East Guard or Less Guard, West Guard. Okay, so just rest rest row. Or because there is um you think that he's going to spread rumors about the amazing alcohol that heals people? So, uh, West Row, yeah. Rest Row and Lucky's are right next to each other. Is that what you wanted? Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> so, well, that probably caused a scene because we were pretty, being pretty ostentated before. Yes, yes. There's a lot of people. Nobody else went, went out inside. You successfully <laughs> carried it in. So, um, no one. And there was no customers at the time, so. All right, so the West Row Bar is just some bar not near West School, because, you know, um, and you give it to them. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, I'll make a. So, yeah, 14. Okay, yep, totally fine. And uh, that's how that day went. It's like the one in quote the first. It's like... <laughs> okay, um, so slightly drenched, uh, Napagino goes you, you, back. Uh, you smell like, uh, booze and mint. Uh, where the, here is your 25 gold to never <laughs> go with me again. <laughs> I don't know why you You can still it. make your potions or whatever, but uh, you are not uh, traveling with me. When I'm maybe, delivering maybe the beer. next time you should bring your butler. And uh, I'm gonna need that or, hood. Or there's this one guy I know, he's really tough. His name's Leonard. Uh, Leonard, he's he's a pretty strong guy. I just needed somebody with the hood. I'm gonna take uh, Leaky next, okay? So uh, you wanna just hand that to over? The hood? Thank you. Oh, okay. Here you go. Okay, back to whatever you were doing. Um, I'm gonna I hand it to him. And here's the uh, the three uh, alcohol potions, anonymous alcohol, anonymous beer, a nano beer. Okay, so this is the first night that uh, beer is ready for the row. That is good beer instead of the old stuff. Okay. Um, and it is normal because we don't feed the men until. All right. Um, and so. They throw a party. Kayla, are you, are you hanging out at the Rogue's place tonight? Uh, I mean, you had such a traumatic experience that you might not want to go home. I, mean, I Well, I actually need to deliver that one letter. I almost forgot about it. Oh. Well, we could have... To the captain's We could have done it when we were, like, right next to it. I mean, it's only, like, a few... few All right, so you run off and do that. When you come back, there's a reveling. Um... Are you drinking? Uh, I do not drink any of my own beer uh, that is the normal kind because yes. I don't like it. Well, I just was wondering, you know, are you going to drink somebody else's beer while everyone parties? Uh, There's other beer on the tap. Drink the healing beer. It's technically not your beer. <laughs> it's my beer. No, I don't drink 
Okay, so you come back, Kale, and there's um, there seems to be like um, alcohol in the house. Um, do you want to participate? Is the wife drunk? The uh, the half elf. Yeah. Um, she certainly is not drunk, but she is drinking. All right, I'm gonna sit down and act like I've passed out, and then I'm going to send stitches to look at some of the books she has. Um, we'll let you do a little bit of acting like pass out, because you've done this in the past, but uh, these people uh, are much different than average people from knowing uh, acting versus not acting. When someone's passed out. Especially when someone is or isn't passed out. I just like... I just leap down. Alright. Either I'm passed out or you're passed out. People just believe you're laying down. Yeah. Um, You can't find her room. Or at least you don't know where her room is, per se. Darn. I was hoping for to find some good books. Alright. Just bring the stitches back. My lady, my lady, how do you like it? Is it okay? Is it good? Is it enough for me to not be hung up All on right. the wall? Alright, uh, roll uh, Brewer's Kit. So, in your... So in, go, I have a go certain your skills. Is it intelligence based? Uh, go to your skills and add a new skill. Custom skills? You go up to the... I'm sorry, you have right back here. You want to edit your custom skill, which then pushes it up to the top. So the stat... Let's see. So we could have decks because it's the perfect stirring, but you didn't really do it. So this is probably more of an intellect type thing, right? You're... Okay. You, your understanding of the ingredients, so it's an intellect-based. Um, yeah, put that. You are proficient in brewery skills, right? Brewery. All right, and then rename this um, brewery kit or whatever, or brewing, the act of brewing. And then when you're done with that, if you go back to your skills, you'll show that it has prepared a skill with it, with your proficiencies and intelligence bonus. Have to go back here and you can see now it'll automatically track your intellect plus your proficiency. So you're going to roll a brewery check to see how good you did. Um, right? Uh, you're trying to impress, so it's a scale check, like as in, you know, under five is horrible, 10 is average, 15 is good. Well, it's a uh, 13. By the way, so. All right, so it is an average beer of, I mean, it is. Um, it's your regular beer per se, but it is <clears throat> nothing, uh, nothing extra. So she's like, "Yeah, I like, I like your beer." person drinks probably six cups and doesn't seem drunk at all. Whoa. There are okay. a few people that get drunk and they're usually kind of disciplined or whatever, like, you know, you know you can't hold your beer, you shouldn't have drunk that much. Yeah. But most of them come in, they drink it, and are just like, you know, right, it, their euphoria is, is about all they get out of it. Is, is your beer alcoholic? You should try it. 
<laughs> yeah, it says the beer. What, alcoholic. What does that alcoholic mean? Well, I mean, most people here don't seem to be getting drunk. Well, most people here are uh, super tough people, yes? I guess. <laughs> Alright, so they, they drink it dry. There's probably, you know... Uh, so at the end, probably more than a hundred people have come and gone, and um, it has to be more it, than a hundred. Yeah, there's a couple hundred. Couple hundred. There's also um, there's at least one guy who was like some sort of jester entertainment. Um, he's in the corner. He, he's either drunk or beat up. You're not really sure, but he's like slouched in the corner of the room with like still his hat. <laughs> um, okay. You saw him doing stuff, but it was all kind of loud anyway. And he, he looked like maybe he was doing like a one-man play. So he's either passed out from exhaustion, alcohol, or got punched out. You're not really sure. Yeah, jester. Some sort of jester like that. Um, Napagino pulls up kind of a stool in the back of the room, kind of towards the end of the night. Um, back at the big room? Big room. Upstairs or your room? Okay, you got the big room downstairs? And then he... Pulls out his loot and kind of starts strumming softly. Okay, so like, he, he, uh, by so like twenty minutes after you do that, there's literally a horseshoe of like, like <laughs> two or three levels deep, and uh, everyone is just like they're they're picking their nails with knives and stuff, but they totally have just basically like all the chairs moved from the gambling table, and they're like the brewer can play. I wouldn't say I'm like amazing or anything like that. I, you know, I'm a humble brewer. But do, you, that, do you know any, um, you know, songs of the South? Yes, yes. There was this one my mom used to sing me before I went to sleep. Is it the, is it called the, the South of the Island or your South? Where are you from anyway? Yes, yes, South. I am from the South. That is correct. Oh, okay. And, and it is called the. Sleep tight monster bite. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you have anything about the tower? The tower. I the tower. When I went to the tower, it was a strange experience. When I <laughs> I went in, answered, got a few questions, answered you to me. <laughs> And he continues kind of like, kind of like going along, kind of making it up as he goes. All right, so the only reference you have is the Oracle. So um, a lot of people, so the other people you hear whispering saying like, oh, he never, he, he never got to see like the devil and he never saw the great tower. You know? So they, they, you see, get the, yeah, you hear people whispering about, uh, they, you get the impression that they are, they, um, can tell you've only ever been to the tower either once or or for the same reason. Okay. Um, well, he continues kind of like singing and he's kind of uh, picks it up a little bit. Just as passed out. Um, do you go over to him? If he's not passed out, yes. Well, from a distance, he looks passed out. Do you want to go over to him? Yeah, and check I go it over out? to him. All right. Um, he um seems to be dead. <laughs> He's not breathing. However, roll um, insight. 22. He doesn't look human. He doesn't even look humanoid. He looks like a construct of some sort. But it's very well done. So he looks uh, like someone made a sculpture of a human. Does he look alive? Uh, like, uh, his uh, facial features are perfect as if someone was alive. His eyes are open and everything, but he's not I, breathing. Do I know anything about these things? It looks like someone spent an incredible amount on like a some sort of golem to make it perfect and then and then enchanted it or something, but it's not it's not breathing right now. I poke it. Okay, it's solid. It's much more solid than Yes. <laughs> it's not metal, but it's not fleshy. Uh, 
did you tell me that you had feelings? You kind of mentioned it, right? Uh, I don't think he said it in character. I didn't say it in character. All right. Uh, I'm just going to walk away then and go to someone who was paying attention to him and be like, Hey, what are they talking about this tower thing? Oh, you know the tower at the south end of the island? I've heard of it. Yeah, the the uh, the uh, brewer who apparently can sing. He uh, had some song about it. It was wonderful. Well, what, Reminds me of when I did the tower. He was the tower. What? Uh, what? What's the tower do? Well, uh, well, it, it does different things for different people depending on when you show up. Well, what does it do for different people? Like, well, it depends on when you enter. All the examples? Like, what happened with you? It's kind of personal. <laughs> Are you from Upper Reach? <laughs> no. <laughs> My nephew's from Upper Reach. You must have learned something of matters for your nephew. <laughs> you just ask people what the tower did for them. It's personal. Okay. He doesn't tear. <laughs> do you know someone that went to the tower that boasts about it a lot? About what happened to uh, them? I hope not. It's quite personal. Some people have, you know, uh, gone in like these, uh, like these caravans and like died just to make a trip to the tower. Back before the war? Do you have any idea why anyone wanted a box to be delivered to the tower? No, no. Well, whatever day it was delivered depends on who was there at the time. I have a friend who delivers boxes to the tower. I was wondering what really? he does. Like once a year or more often than once a year? Like once every five years. Okay. <laughs> this guy's like big. Like this guy's big. He's just like... Does he look drunk? Um, tipsy, maybe. By the way, do you have any idea what that metal guy in the corner, the metal jester, is he alive? He looks way, he looks like a very intricate statue that seems like a waste to uh, put in that outfit. Nah, he's <clears throat> not alive. Is he dead? Well, nah, he's just, uh, he's, uh, he's not on right now. <laughs> on? Well, the rogue bought him, um, and, let's see, let's see, I'm trying to decide how much he can tell you. The rogue bought him, and, and he turned him off for people. Do you know how to turn him off? Are you from the upper reach? No, my nephew's from the upper reach. <laughs> I don't know how to, well, you asked too many questions. Okay, bye. <laughs> and you say bye too quickly. I'm sure you're from the upper reach. <laughs> I go oh. over to the robot and try and figure or not robot to the the, the, the thing and try to figure out how to turn them on. Um, roll investigation. It would have to be a fancy though. Nineteen. Still not quite fancy enough. Um. You see that there are arcane symbols on, um, uh, like carved onto most of his body, kind of thing. Can I decipher what they? Um, they're just they're just symbols of power. Um, or any way to work with them? Not really. They're not something that you're really. Um, so you recognize them that they are, you know, they're 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 magical symbols that you would put again something like a golem or whatever that would bring it to life, but you don't know what to do. Uh, at the, after he finishes singing a few songs, uh, uh, Navigino gets up and walks over to the rogue. He's like, uh, we might have a little bit of a supply problem. Um, so, you see, I only have so much of beer that I can make out of the one time, because uh, it's kind of a small place, and uh, we just uh, ran out of beer. 
Well, new beer. We have all our old beer. How much of beer does the does the bag did he make? Well, we have a lot of just crappy beer in the basement. Okay, well I'm working on getting more and more uh, wheat and barley, but it looks like there's a bit of a supply constraint. So if you want more than one for two weeks. We might have to figure out something out. When do we get this special beer? My wife says this is just your regular beer, which was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good, but it wasn't. I thought we were going to do some, like, fancy, fancy stuff. Yes, we are testing it at the moment. I am going to go around and uh, go to the establishments that uh, have the special beer and see if they like it. If they like it and it's amazing, then we will bring it here next time, okay? And if they don't like it, then you wouldn't want it anyway, right? You only want the best of the best. That's true. Did uh, uh, Bobo get to taste it? Yes, he tasted it a little bit too early, though. Oh, well, um, so hopefully he can taste it, and then if he likes it, you don't have to send it out if it's good, right? But if Bobo gets it wrong, then we will not know. And besides, we will make a little bit of money for you, yes, on the side? But you don't sell your beer for anything, so, I mean, I don't know how much money you're going to make. Yes, it is very cheap, but you know, it's a self-division, yes? That's what you like, yes? Alright, well, um, you know, there's some barley farms that are not being farmed uh, really? in, the, in the lower reach. Well, wheat and how do we get the barley farms uh, not not working? Well, we uh, someone fixes the farmhouses and, and gets some uh, beasts of burden for the farmer who's been out of, out of luck, you know. So there's at least two good farms here, maybe three that uh, you know they're they're uh, just incapable of farming. So. So how would that set that up? If I was wanting to do this for you. Well, you, you take a crew and go build a farmhouse. Do you have a crew that is ready to build a farmhouse, or do I have to find You'd have to find someone and, like, you know, I don't know, feed them beer or something. I mean, it's practically cost nothing, the way that it's kind of seeming. And then, um, yeah, that is they, correct. You're very and smart. And then they build the farmhouse with wood. I think you should know this. And then... Um, not Someone the, donates some animals. Um, probably not me. Hopefully, maybe. And then, uh, then they get back to farming. Interesting. That's the farming. How do we get sugar farms? Do they have them around here? Uh, we probably import sugar, but there's lots of farms outside of town. They're just all broken. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, okay, well, uh, we need some sugar, and we need this, I will work on it. Uh, when do I figure out how to make a cake? That is a good question. So, um, why don't we set up some lessons? Yes, this is what the <coughs> With, uh... It's the whole farm. Olga. Ursula. With Ursula. She's actually a really good baker. Really? Ursula is the best to bake. Yeah. Um, she doesn't bake very much because her hands, you know, they're all broken up now. Oh, no. Well, are you sure she's wanting to teach me if she doesn't want to be baking? Or is she just going to... She's going to make you do the baking. That's how teaching generally works. Yes, yes, make him do the baking. <coughs> Ozzy is doing a very good job, by the way. Very good. He learned how to stir very well and pour very well. Yeah, <laughs> Make sure he doesn't, like, spit in my beer or something. Yes. Or sneeze or fall in it. Yes. Or cut his hair into it. <laughs> yes, the only thing is he wants to learn how to steal a beer. Yeah, he's actually, I was going to say, he's very sneaky. If you have any tasks that need sneaky, that's his, uh, that's his, uh, forte. Maybe I'll have him go stock that one, yes. Okay, thank you very much. I will figure out there's a farming business. We are going to have the very best, you know? Excellent. Oh, and 
Like, don't do anything illegal yet unless you talk to me about it. Because sometimes we have to balance. Yes, licenses and all these other things. I did not know it looks like to be so lovely, you know? Uh, we, uh, we have other things that we do, and we just don't want to get things uh, mixed up. How are we going to get some beer to the guardhouses? Uh, the guards come to collect a tax from us. Um, they can have them some beer. And you can just give them some beer. That is a very good idea. <coughs> the best idea. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is pretty much everything Nakagino's gonna do for the evening. Okay, so eventually the the uh, jester gets picked up by a big guy who's fallen around the lady of the road. I want our silent assassin to just investigate. Um, so they just take him back um, and put him in like this room. He's just put in, it's like a stock room of things. Um, there, it's like party supplies kind of thing, so, you know, I mean, not all, but it's, you know, it's, so basically, a closet full of miscellaneous stuff that's sort of for you know occasions. They don't seem to do anything particular, and and, and he flops around when he's like laid down. So they don't they don't seem to like need to do anything to him, and they don't try to um, you know uh, fit slash test slash do anything. Day if we're rolling towards that, then he's uh, is going to send uh, Ozzy out to go go around town and figure out exactly how many people are coming around to buy this new stuff. Okay, okay. and he's going to send him to to keep an eye out on what the the oddity guy is doing. If he took down the desk, if he's just keeping it there, he's like, all right, well, if I'm going to um, get another. Okay, um, so we'll get back to his report. Um, and then he's gonna send. Uh, who's? Uh, he's gonna figure out how to get more wheat from the granary. So he's gonna want um, what's his face, Leaky, to go and figure out how to how to get a bunch more wheat. Were you gonna try to rough them up, rough up their customers, because his supply is fixed. Right, but if he's only got enough for like a hundred people for one day. Well, the day. town is a seven thousand people in the city, plus the two other cities. He's the only working mill in the metro. So he doesn't have large amounts of excess because he has a buyer for pretty much everything. So he can build up, he can take an order, you could say I want you know, 800 pounds and he'll tell you it'll take about you know, two weeks, three weeks to build it up. Okay. Or you could take an order of like you know, 20 pounds and probably has a 20 pounds not dedicated to someone. So you could become a regular customer but it would be like, you know, um, you know, 50 pounds a week constantly. Um, yeah, 50 pounds, so that's one. Uh, he's gonna want, he's gonna want to, I guess he'll just keep whatever every two weeks he gets his 400 pounds or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was 400 pounds every two weeks. Um, but, uh, you know, asks before he sends him off, do you know uh, how to get more farmers if we wanted to build a new mill? Or a new uh, farm. Well, there's lots of broken farms that can be made. Yes, but the people. The people that farm them? Yes. Well, they're already ready to go back. I mean, they're just living in town and like the inns and stuff. So could you get these people somehow and then and show me where they are and then we can round them up and go send them to, to start building this farm? Well, most of the people that farm don't build farms. <coughs> yes, but it's close enough. We just need uh, more people out there helping to build things, you know? So you want to get people to build farms. So like, workers? Yes, we need workers. farmers? Workers and farmers. You know, the farmers start making the crops good, and then the workers come in and build the grain houses or whatever they do. How well, do we get these people? I know that the family that runs the Orzo farm has been staying 
that uh, JSO's bed in games. Um, and there's already people trying to repair it, but it's probably going to take two months. What about the uh, the file right next to it? Is that a one? Um, there's three functional farms right around it, but they're already working. What about the Pinces farm? Pinces. No one knows where the Pince family is right now. What about the farmers that were working at the Pince farm? Well, it's kind of not their property. Yes, but if uh, the Pince family is a gun. Well, no one knows where they are. Guess I should talk to the rogue about that if we want to have a legal problem. Disguises. Disguises as a pinch man. Okay. Uh, you want to take me to uh, Orso's? The farm at the Orso's? Mm -hmm. Take you there? Take me to the family. Take oh, me to they're the family. At the, at the, at the Jason's Bed and Games? Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, we go and visit. Is, is Kale going with you? We are not delivering any beer. If you want to come, you can, as long as you don't touch anything. What are we going for? We're going to figure out how to fix a farm so we can get more wheat and more beer and all these things. But, uh... Very exciting things! I do not think that's what I'm here for, so... Um, I think I'm gonna go report back for stuff. Okay, bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs> so, as a, out of Carrie's side note, Kale could probably just pay for all the workers to fix any farm. I think you can find a really good excuse for it. It says, you know, like, there's, there's a weird money. Call it, his, call it his business interest. Well, I'm making plenty of money. I mean, if it's, because I'm making 100 gold base a week, which can pay a ton. Um, oh, so I'm not super friends with you. Yeah. Especially since you had that falling out <laughs> with the falling out <laughs> with the, the barrel. Falling. Remember that one time when the barrel just fell off? I mean, I was there. I might have touched it, and then it just fell off. Um, okay, so I'm just trying to think of story and stuff like that. So you would want to end soon. Yeah. So well, it's within the time per se, but so you, you mean you find the farming family right? Their farmhouse has been destroyed. Their you know, their, uh, any particular equipment and their workers, you know, half their workers are dead from the war or whatever, and so they, they weren't able to rebuild the farm themselves, so they've basically been working at um, the Ben Games as, like, wait staff. Um, he's going to start talking to them, and then he's going to say stuff like, uh, well, he's going to be like, oh, well, we really need a strong king at a time like this, don't we, so we can get things running again. Well, as soon as the vote's done, we'll know if we're going to have a, a monarch or a, or a democracy. Yeah, the democracy garbage, you know? It's like, it's like, oh, yes, we have a lot of people around here. Let's have them do all the work for us. And we don't want to organize anything. No, I think we need a king, a strong king to guide us. Well, even if we had a monarchy, it'd be a queen. Or a queen. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. They're very equal. I'm a believer <laughs> of equal king and queen. But I do not think that it is king and queen is equal to a lot of other people saying yes. Let us run this country well, together. She doesn't, she doesn't want the. She doesn't want the, the crown. Find a new She's one. She's so amazingly humble, don't you think? <laughs> Find another one. Her humbleness is gonna get your farmer broken forever. No, but uh, that anyway. She's very powerful. She could probably fix our farm. Yes, but she doesn't want to be the queen. Well, maybe she's after she's given up the, the crown, she'll go around fixing farms. Then why wouldn't she just stay the queen if she wanted to fix things better? Boy, I, politics. I, I not, know. Too much of politics. Simplify it. We just get the queen or a new king and that, and then boom, they figure out all the dark stuff. Anyway, I want to fix your farm. What do you say? Um, okay, well, we need a lot of supplies. Yes, yes, supplies, very important. Okay, what about your workers? Where are they? Do you know how to round them up if I have the supplies? Well, we got, I mean, most of them are just kind of working odd jobs, but, uh, I mean, half of them are dead. And then the other half are not dead, though, yes? 
Yeah, yeah, they're not dead. I mean, some of them are probably working for the other farms, but sure, we can get them. Okay, well, tell me what you, you need, and I will uh, get it for you, and we will get it some big stuff, well, yes? We need uh, enough wood and then some blacksmiths to make a farmhouse and storage and So, uh, what's uh, stables and stuff like that. So, okay, we, 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 we looked into it last time, and it was probably about uh, you know four or five hundred gold worth of uh, materials. So it just wasn't worth it. Okay, well, uh, we're gonna make a deal right here. I'm gonna sponsor you, and you are gonna sell all the grain. But, but how do you have four hundred, five hundred gold? Let us just say. See this ring on me, this golden ring? I don't have a golden ring on me, I've left it at home. But I, uh, let's say I have four or five hundred gold pieces, okay? And we're gonna get this a fixed up, and then you are gonna sell your grain for a profit directly to my business, yes? So you will keep your business, and you get the business all the back running, and then you only sell it to me, yes? There is a no downside here, yes? Well, freedom, you know. We, we live in the lower reach because we don't like people telling us what to do. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I like uh, nothing to you. You're gonna run your farm how you want, you're gonna make the best of the best, and then you're gonna give it to me, and I give you money for it. And then you don't have to deal with other people, and changing supplies, and stuff like that, yes? Very simple, very easy. Alright, well you fulfill your, so you're going to give us the farm? It's not a loan? It's not a loan. Deal. Shake on it. Okay, very good, very good. I don't know why everybody spits on their hands. Please ignore it. <laughs> okay, we will see you in a little bit. Get your supplies ready and we will start the buying of them, yes? Um, well, the wood we'll have to get from across the, uh, on the small island. Okay, what's so, the problem here? Well, uh, it'll take time, so we can get the money, but the supplies have to come in. Yeah, so start on that, yes? Well, we don't have the money. We can't order the wood. How much does the wood itself cost? Uh, 200 gold. Give me a second, and he kind of rummages around. Specifically, he asked this, me to do this. Uh, uh, 
I don't, you didn't tell me that we were buying or building a farm or that we were going to be throwing money around. He doesn't like just spilling money around, you know. You see him kind of take like one step back. Uh, we'll gamble some other time, okay? They're like, well, how about we gamble for 50 gold? 50 gold? I don't got time for this, man. We can do 50 gold some other time, okay? So the other two now have pulled out weapons. So, so, so one guy's reaching for the bag. The other two pulled out weapons. Lucky or Leaky's kind of got his hand on it's. It is just a dagger, and he's just like, uh, I hope you know what you're doing. Do I look like I'm a man that knows what he's doing? I have a hat with the feathers on it, you know. Uh, he uh, he drops the bag on uh, the bag of gold in the cart. And then he steps forward to the towards the the people who are pulling out their daggers. The so the guy who's reaching for you or the other two, they're kind of slightly different. Do you kind of go to the middle of them or the two with the daggers? Uh guy who's reaching for me. Okay, so you kind of so he's a little bit off. So you walk right up towards him? Yeah. Alright. So he um and now I hope you know what you're doing. Do you? takes a half step back and kind of squares up, but he doesn't do anything here. He's just like, uh... This is a big gamble right here. This isn't a 50 gold pieces gamble, you know? You can make 50 gold pieces do it by having a good uh, relationship, but uh, you will have a lot less than 50 gold pieces if you're uh, hanging in the streets, you know? Yeah, but there's probably a lot more than 50 gold pieces in that bag. Yes, and there's probably a lot less than 50 gold pieces in heaven. Or hell, I'm not a religious man. I don't know these kinds of things. Alright, uh, he backs up and says, Nothing, you know, never mind. If you ever want to, if you ever want to be a farmer, well, we can figure something out. You look like a strong man, you know? So the two other guys kind of look at him like questioning, like, uh, what do we do with our dagger? So they all kind of walk up or walk back. And I just sort of act like they, you know, sort of, and then it sort of just disappear. Like you see them kind of jog out from the building or away from the building and sort of disappear. Okay. Uh, Navigino hands the 200 gold pieces to the. I'm assuming were these three, the, the, how many people total? There's a the uh, family. Like five in the family. The the person who's talking to you is the mom. Her her husband was like right there, but they're they're actually working here uh-huh. per se. So she's sort of stopped, you know, like say cooking while she's carrying a conversation with you. Okay, so he hands the bag of two hundred gold pieces uh, to. I mean, I guess he poured it out. He, I guess he'll, we'll just say he has two bags or whatever. Or a bigger one to a smaller sure. one, whatever. A coin purse, I guess. Yeah, and he hands the 200 gold pieces. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit, okay? So they just, so they open the bag and look in there and like, okay. We're gonna get this farm together, okay? You're gonna go back to your own lives, and it's going to be better than ever. The war, you know, was one thing, this new life is another. Kind of bows, kind of shakes his feathers. She, uh, <laughs> she calls the other family members together and they uh, um, the other four go upstairs and she finishes kind of what she's cooking or whatever okay hey. Navigino uh, starts going back to um, you go back to Dancing Dove or you going to wherever he's brewing I mean he's I don't know Dancing Dove is where you're am I living in the Dancing Dove and then what's the place called is it just a rogue's place Dancing Dove. Dancing so Dove. I am living on the top floor of it? Yep. Okay. You're actually, like, they basically carved out what was right. part of the right. storage room and punched a, a right. door in. Right. And your your bed and your brewery are in the same opened area. Okay. Um, okay, so he heads back and starts doing whatever. Ozzy's not there to help him, though, so... Uh, Okay, so do you have anything that you want to do? Oh, 
don't think Weren't so. Weren't you still there though, or were you? Well, he's kind of gone in and out. The, the dancing dub is just the place that he's now a familiar. By the way, by about now, you know, um, so you've had to redo your your disguise. You're sort of like half disguised until you're pretty much kind of not disguised, and until people are just kind of used to you. Like you're just considered weird. And I uh, like your your <clears throat> the assumption is is that. That you, when you leave, you probably go back to this cousin, you know, because you have mannerisms and stuff. But at this point, people just kind of consider you peculiar. Like they don't, people stop caring if you're whatever. You're just weird. But you're you're familiar now, so you're. Uh, I uh, I go back to my father. Say I made twenty five gold. <laughs> In in less the time. Okay. So I'm probably not going to continue the business because it's kind of boring. Uh, you just really could never keep anything going. <laughs> I will one day, Father. I'm sure. If you're looking for my approval, $25 is not that amazing, but congratulations, son. I'm glad that you made something. Goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Yeah, but you know at some point he's gonna have to talk to the rogue again. <laughs> um so we're gonna pause pretty soon, but basically I assume that we're gonna get kind of right up into the this national vote kind of thing. Um anything else that you wanna pursue as far as hobbies, side things, um um, preparations for um, I guess I want to find out more about the tower okay so so your character doesn't know per se. so as you kind of study the tower and ask around the tower is some sort of magical device itself um, it has um, for every day of the year it is an entrance to a different place but sometimes it's so Many of those days is the same place, just different. So, for instance, the Oracle's Tower is open on, you know, 14 different days, but it is actually to a different spot in the Oracle Tower. So if you went in on day number 300 and you went to meet the Oracle, you'd notice that you actually had to walk a different path uh, because you actually entered in, like, three stories and you had to go down and over and back up. So every day it goes somewhere. Many of the days no one knows where it, what it is. Um, so not all the days are known. Um, of the 365 days, you know, we're not gonna do any sort of leap year, whatever kind of thing, um, right? Probably only 40 or 50 of them have, someone's like, oh yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's the, the Oracle as the White Tower. But there's other people who say like, I went in, you know, I was supposed to meet someone there. You know, I made it late. You know, I went in after midnight and, you know, and the place was molten lava or something like that. So they know a few days that are weird, but most of the days they know, I believe, is the White Tower and the Gray Tower. Um, people don't go and randomly go in because it's you could die. So it's not like someone goes in and, and every day goes in and just maps out what they see because you could enter the door and just fall or something like that. So it's not very safe to go in on a day that's not, that you don't know what it does. Um, so the reason that it isn't mapped out more is that people nowadays are afraid to go in on any of the days that someone doesn't know what it is. So there's not, like, anyone bold enough is in the there, current world to is, go in. Is there a kind of price that might, kind of a bounty for mapping um, out the Honestly, rest? the library, but they're not wealthy. So um, nobody is asking. So most of the people look at the tower as... Um, um, too magical or too mysterious and so basically the Oracle is generally the only purpose to go there um, and everyone else kind of views it as like you don't mess with this kind of stuff so if there if there wasn't a war someone like the royal somebody would probably have guards or somebody step in or pay an adventure but there's nobody who has the time or money or any particular push right now but there are probably individuals that are interested but I don't know if you could make a bet or a contract or something like that on. Um, of course, what someone really wants to know is, is there any other days that are of value um, so that aren't deadly? Is there anything that you could get advantage of the, of the 
from the tower. So, uh, the, what the, so this oracle in the Grey Tower, um, isn't the, the Devil's Tower too? Now, no one has said the word the Devil's Tower. You are actually the only one Didn't who's I? heard that phrase. Well, I think maybe your dad. Well, I heard it when they were talking about um, So you probably so okay so anyone who's talked about the Devil's Tower, right? Um, for one, it's there's a person in the Devil's Tower that basically makes deals. So there's probably only one other person that you. So maybe you heard them someone say like you know he's never been to the Devil's Tower. And everyone's like you know what's the Devil's Tower? And some guy would be like you know well I heard that if you go there there's people there's a guy that makes deals with. So there's not there there is little to none information about the devil's tower. As a matter of fact, I didn't I forgot that I said that. So it it's something that is kind of like the way I talked about the road before. Like no one talks about it, and the assumption is is that there's only one day a year um, that anyone knows of. The tower itself looks the same. It's called the White Tower, the Great Tower, whatever, because of the occupants inside of it. The tower itself doesn't have any indication. So the uh, oracle answers questions. Or the oracle the answers questions and sees the future. And then what's the gray tower? Um, let me see if I have any information about the gray tower before I look it up. Um, so the gray tower, if I remember, let me just double check. The gray tower doesn't have a lot of description either. There is um, there is some sort of benefactor in the gray tower. Um, people come to him. Um, he has requests for people. So he rewards people for doing things for him. Um, he so it's so the the rumor would be something along the lines of like he's a um, like a long lost king of the island or something like that that is trapped in the tower, but so he can't leave it. Um, that's kind of the rumors. It's some sort of like like. Um, not undead, but undying person who um, has requests for people sometimes um, uh, where they might be carry something it might be. So basically, um, so that'd be someone probably maybe to talk to your dad about per se, um, or other people in Upper Reach. Um, because the rumor is that he's some sort of, like, like I said, undying royalty or something. Um, so if we do contact your dad or whatever, because I'm kind of rolling forward, he's unsure, but he does believe that um, like he actually knows a day that you can go into the Great Tower. Um, he says that um, some of his friends, when he was younger, were invited to the Great Tower. Um, he says that um, the Great Tower, he says that from what his friends say, there's like an organization of something going on. So the, the person in the Great Tower seems to be building up something. Um, but he says it's very mysterious. And he always felt that it was, you know, mumbo jumbo um, and not worth his time. Um, so yeah, in the next he, he actually does mention, though, that uh, the blacksmith has uh, visited the Great Tower before. So I'm going to uh, get as much information on specific days and different type of towers and all that with the next two weeks before the... Uh, all right, I'll send you the, the, the dates that people are willing to confirm or talk to you about, whatever. So um, anyway, the, the tower is... The, the other thing is the, the vibe around people talk about the tower is that it is, it's kind of the island's special... Uh, pseudo-religion, right? In the sense that it's always um, honorific, not horrific. 
as people talk about the tower. Like if people, if someone dies at the tower, right? It was a pilgrimage and they probably like, they didn't, not that they deserved it, but you know, they took their chance to get something and they failed or they weren't good enough. You know, it's like, it's, it, it has a honorific sort of, uh, you know, everyone's amazed by it and you shouldn't screw around the tower. It's not the tower's fault, it's your fault, right? So, so idiots are the people that die, or, or people have a have a bad heart. You know, people who don't who don't really love the island that die at the tower. It's because you know um, the tower judged them, and, and that's why they picked the wrong day and, and fell to death or whatever. So that's sort of the general population's opinion: is that the tower, like most people, don't go to the tower. It's uh, it's expensive. It's dangerous. There's some tundra on the way. Blah blah blah, blah. and the tower, you know, and. Um, people who take pilgrimages to the tower. So it's kind of like going to Mecca. It's a, some might do it once every 10 years and, they tr and they're generally speaking trying to go to the, uh, to the White Tower. And other people, if they go to the tower for other reasons, probably don't talk about it much. Because if they didn't go to, if they, if they actually know a day which has something else in it and it's not what everyone else is talking about, they're probably not gonna talk about it because, right? Um, it would make them look evil in the eyes of the people who kind of over worship the. So if it and if it's um, midnight, so if it's one day, go in one thing and leave, and then it's midnight and you go back in. Is it a completely different thing? As far as people know, it's literally the stroke of midnight. So um, if you had the door open and put one foot in at the stroke of midnight, the rumor is that you would lose half your body. Whichever half has most of your brains. Some would either be here or there, I guess. Like, yeah, because your plan is to document every single form <laughs> of the tower. Okay, so we need to have um, Justice catch up for um, approximately three weeks of time. Right. And then, so this next game day, I don't know if I can do that offline per se, it depends on what he wants to do. Um, this, this next game day, we hope to delve into. The, you know some of this weird politics, um, and see what you guys do from there. So yeah, the only thing is part of cohesion. I mean, it's gotten better. We at least like know each other and are like, hey, and we see each other sometimes. But I mean, yeah, and so the as far as like, you know, out of character kind of stuff going on, right? Is there is lots of stuff any one of you guys could do separately or together. Right. The number of things that require you to do yeah. together are not a ton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. For like you. Like, I, I thought like, you're like, cool, but like, I have no idea your magic. To me, like, and I don't even know if you need to go to, like, I think I vaguely know that you've been to the tower, but I know everyone else has been to the tower. Right. So right now, for you, like, I have, my character has one no motivation to ask you to There's some interesting. Well, the one thing is for sure is that you've never been to the White Tower. Yeah. So he has had an experience at the tower, and people say that, that oh, he must have seen the Oracle. You have no information about Oracle at all. You don't know what he had experience. So he does have one unique thing that has to do with the tower, per se. Oh. Um, and now your father has told you that the blacksmith has a unique thing with the tower, per se. Yeah, so that's so a connection. The blacksmith. And he's started to show a few more signs of being like a bar where he just randomly picked up an instrument. Like, what? Why would he just be a music? Right. It could be. It's a, some weird stuff going on. He's he's also, he likes a mask for some reason. He's Something oh, I, do, I do want to get a like, Dr. Matt. Alright, um, the one lady they went to, though, uh, unless you can coax her, she's uh, oh, she her twice the amount of gold. It could have been pink. Well, she obviously doesn't care that much about she's gold. She's, uh, she's, she's like artistic. She's, uh, you've, you've offended her, so you'll have to appease her, per se. Um, the other thing is um, we'll probably need to roleplay before this next session, but we can do that session with anyway. Your cake session, your cake learning session. We need yeah. to see how that went down. Um, okay, so that's kind of where we stand. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. I like that there's like, after we have this kind of brief, like, let's figure out what's going on before everything gets really crazy, and then, and then it's about to be kind of crazy. And, and, and you kind of know some of my emails. I've left an infinite amount of things you could do for and against society, right. you guys could also just go jump off a cliff, right? I get that. 
but generally speaking, the island is big enough to keep to have you know things to do as far as like people who need your help, people that you can right. you can uh, swindle or not swindle or make or whatever. So like, what we don't want to do is run a business for forever, right? We've got to get well, bigger and bigger. He's going, he's going bigger and bigger, like like he's trying to get stuff going, but yeah, like my character's understood that at all, right? Right. And well, and then and then po politically, so that was kind of his thing where he was wanting to. One on one hand he's serving the bard, but on the other hand he's serving people. And then they're talking about, hey, I don't like the democratic kind of angle of this. Let's get a king in. You know, there's some. He's got this weird name that's called the Brewer Baron. It's associated with all this stuff. So there's some there's some you're, stuff you're he's getting, trying to do. You're, you're, you're gonna that that, <laughs> that uh, disguise is only gonna last about two months. Well, and it's and the goal of it is to is to draw attention. So are you trying to get yourself? No, no, he doesn't really care. He, 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 he wants somebody to be king. He keeps calling him the bard, and then you're a bard. <laughs> so he's like, the bard's yeah, gonna be king, so you're gonna be king. <laughs> you know, maybe subconsciously you think that you should be in charge. He's got an inferiority complex for some of this stuff. Like, he doesn't like his own beer, and then he really thinks he's really bad at baking, and then he actually is bad at baking. So yes, by the way, your baking can only go bad to neutral by your own backstory without some sort of magic. Yeah, it's a character defect. It has to, you have to live with it for the rest of the game. So we know that, uh, that uh, you'll have some frustrating lessons over the next week or two. Um, yeah, but I like, I like... Painfully frustrating for the person teaching. For you, it's like, you know, I'm learning so much, right? And, and they're like, wow, this is. Wait, you starving? I've never here? been anyone who is this bad <laughs> at baking. <laughs> that is, All right. Worked on Monday. I guess we will just I wrap up here. Do. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the next episode of the Comically Normal Role Playing Podcast, Episode 2 of the Hespeth Campaign.